Life moving on, we should get going too Ups and downs, wins, L's, that's just going through We need our cup to overflow so we can pour into Not what you going, but what you growing through uh, Yeah Yeah Uh What you growing, 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 but what you growing, what you growing through Hello and welcome back to another episode of What Are You Growing Through? I hope you are feeling well and excited for episode two because I am definitely, definitely feeling this topic and I've been eager to share it um, with you all. It is one that kind of fell into my lap and it was just inspired by a session I was having one of my clients. For those of you who do not know, I am a mental health therapist. Um, even though I do, that is something I do not take lightly. I purposely, to some extent, try to keep that title separate from my podcast. Like I didn't want to be a therapist with a podcast. Like I did not want necessarily that to overshadow or cloud the content that I partake in in my podcast and my episodes. Um, but of, of course, so it will show up sometimes. Like some sometimes I will want to apply like serious, a little seriousness behind it or just a mental health perspective behind it and everything like that. So this this episode is kind of getting into that a little bit. Um, and like I said, it was inspired by one of my sessions, one of my clients and it, it just it just kind of manifested in of itself. And the name of this episode is The Voice of Anxiety versus The Voice of Intuition. Y'all ready? All right, let's get into it. The Voice of Anxiety versus The Voice of Intuition. I am going to start with anxiety because it's something we all know and love oh so well and i do say love with very loosely and with sarcasm because who right so i'm gonna start off with a definition like the actual definition that i found um of the anxiety of the definition of what anxiety is and the definition reads anxiety is intense excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations right from my own perspective of my own um, translation of anxiety that I've experienced of myself or I've seen show up in others in many different ways, shapes and forms, I would, I would articulate it as anxious thoughts or more on the perspective of negativity and doubt. They come from the space of fear and hurt and worry as the definition read and so on and so forth, right? And I just, from my own opinion, I also struggle with um, processing anxiety or just treating it, to be honest, because I just feel like there are so many great areas in anxiety because, you know, as we learn in school or as we learn, like, about the the way the brain 
protects us from things or responds to fear or responds to a threat or etc like anxiety is to some extent made to provide caution and make us protect ourselves or defend ourselves to a possible possible something that's going to harm us right so that that's that's the part that is the gray area for me because to some extent anxiety is supposed to happen like it's supposed to be there you know we hear about the perspective of the fight or flight response you know whether we are alarmed or made aware of any type of danger our bodies respond in that way but sometimes you have to think about or consider the fact that we are the biggest piece of danger to ourselves especially the way we think or perceive or feel about ourselves that is the biggest piece of danger that could cause the biggest disruption of your existence if we're being honest And then there's this perspective of anxiety, the way it shows up when you're just genuinely scared of something, when you're scared of doing something like social anxiety, um, public speaking, you know, any, any, literally anything that requires you to, that will possibly cause you to feel any level of uncomfortableness. So it's like how, if your body is responding simply, like the bodily symptoms of anxiety is simply responding to something that you are genuinely scared of or genuinely uncomfortable doing or whatever the situation or terminology or translation may be, then how do you separate that from processing it in a way to allow it to protect you, if that makes sense. And that's what we want to talk about today. Now, on the other side of that, the other perspective, the voice of intuition or intuitiveness, if you prefer, um, I have the actual definition of that as well. And the definition reads, one's ability to know and understand things without any proof. I think I'm going to read that one again. One's ability to know and understand things without any proof. So in in simple terms, for me, the way I translate it or the way I articulate it is it comes from intuitiveness, comes from a space of trust or hopefulness, right? It comes more so from the perspective of being present and what is coming for you while you're in a certain situation and paying attention to how you're thinking and feeling during this particular situation. If this situation is something that you've survived before or remind you of something similar that you've survived before, whether it's a memory or experience of the past, what is your inner self telling you? What message is it sending you? What signals are it, it, what, like, what, just, just, like, we have to learn to be more present in that. Because if it's something that you've been through before, it's either your body is telling you how to better handle the situation, or it's telling you, is alerting you to what happened before so you can be aware that this might happen again. 
whether it's someone who hurt you, whether it was a situation where you tripped and fell because you went the wrong way or you weren't paying attention, whatever the case may be, your intuition, your inner self is allowing you to be present in that moment to give you a chance to handle the situation a little bit differently so you don't end up as hurt as you were before or you don't end up in a, a state of embarrassment. You know what I'm saying? Like, how was your body responding in that, that, that exact moment? That is something we have to learn to be more aware of, if that makes sense. Is there something telling you that you should not give this person another chance because the signs are just there in your face or is there something encouraging you to relax and enjoy the moment because you're safe and everything will be okay that's this is things you have to think about To give a little example for myself, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily an anxious person per se, but I do know or I am aware of things that make me anxious. For example, making decisions. Like that is one thing that like from something as simple as picking what I'm going to eat on the menu, watching whatever I'm going to watch on the show, like on, on the show, on the TV, whatever podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like just just I'm I'm low key that that making a decision is something that causes me anxiety and the anxiety shows up sometimes because it's hard for me to trust my own gut because my it's hard for me to trust my own gut and also trust that my first mindset or my first decision or my, if we talking about a test, my first answer on the test, my first response is what is really going to work, if that makes sense. Like, that is the thing that causes me anxiety, but I think that because it, the reason why it causes me anxiety is because I'm not allowing my intuition to lead, if that makes sense. With giving my example... And allowing it to kind of further allow me to explain the difference between the voice of anxiety and the voice of intuition. But also considering the great area of anxiety. Ideally, the the voice of anxiety is what is the right is necessarily a response to a fear or a worry or just anything that you think could cause you any type of pain or just any type of negative feeling there is. But there also could be the perspective of anxiety showing up because you don't trust yourself and you're not allowing yourself to hear the voice of reason or the voice of intuition and you're not allowing it to guide you when it is by all means there to guide you and protect you. Both are ideally here to serve as some type of protection or assurance for ourselves, 
and the decision that you make next on your behalf, there has to be a way to identify and separate the two, you know? Trusting yourself, trusting that feeling that is made to guide you in the right direction and actually allowing it to, putting your faith into your decision and trusting that whatever you say or whatever you decide is okay and it will get you to whatever it is you are seeking. If you feel like you can't trust yourself because of the decision that you made in the past, if you feel like you have a hard time trusting yourself because you have not allowed yourself to forgive yourself for whatever reason, whatever harm you may have caused yourself in the past, whatever decisions that you made that you don't think was the right decision necessarily, it is time for you to learn from those mistakes because mistakes are made to be learned from. And then after you learn from those mistakes, you begin to build confidence in the decisions that you begin and allow yourself to make in the near future. Then there will be no anxiety. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that. Let's be real. There will be anxiety, but you the the voice of intuition will speak louder than the anxiety. The anxiety will no longer have control over you. It is time for the Ask Chris segment. And this week, someone asked me to share my perspective of how we perceive love in relationship to the love that we grew up around. Um, right? So in reference to the relationships as far as our marriages, as far as like our parents or grandparents or aunties, uncles, cousins, whoever that may be for you, like what, how did their relationships and you seeing that type of love or experiencing that type of love growing up, how does that influence how you perceive and feel about love and relationships now? Um, and I definitely 100% think that those like growing up around that influences how we feel about love now. Like even to this day, like I feel like all of that is a learning experience, learning experience, of course. Um, but I would even go as far as to say like another influence that may have impacted us or like the way that love and families and relationships was perceived on TV and movies and you know, all of that good stuff. So even music, you know what I'm saying? Like all of that, like I feel like whether we want to acknowledge or not or whether we allow ourselves to be present to it or not, I think all of that has played a, like it's like a piece to a puzzle of the way we feel about it, whether it's showing us things that we like and that we want in a person that we want in a relationship and or it showed us things that we were absolutely not tolerate in a relationship from anybody on this earth you know what i'm saying like the whole shape of how we want our relationship to look like what they want like you know the gender roles and how one person should be doing this and one person should be doing that and you know like all that good stuff like i definitely think um that is like the major influence of it and i definitely also think that we are allowed to change our minds you know like it's a constant learning experience you feel me 
like everything like even the monogamy behind it you feel me like <laughs> but don't get me into that but thank you for, thank you for asking me this I definitely um this is a different question I definitely enjoy and I can go on and on about it. like I can make a whole episode about this so I'm not gonna hold y'all <laughs> Thank you yet again for tuning in to another episode of What Are You Growing Through? I will always share my appreciation because you are genuinely, and I do mean genuinely, appreciate it. If you have not done so already, please go and follow my Instagram page at What Are You Growing Through? Two underscores to keep up with the latest and the greatest updates on the podcast, the blog, or just anything else that is uplifting and encouraging that i decide to post on there right and if you have not done so already please like subscribe and share your reviews share your comments share your experience that you have on each episode of the podcast it is genuinely appreciated and i will catch you next time